Hey, turn in your Bibles into Colossians chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. And let's hit the lights and genie, roll the video. Got a surprise for you. So I, I chose that video. So I got to go to the, the camp with the guys for just a couple hours. Um, and uh, I got to play some games with the kids and uh, at the youth camp. And uh, then they showed me the video with some of the people being baptized. And I, then I seen the one of Caitlin. And something that caught my, it actually caught my ear more than my eye. It was she said that it, it, it's your life, it's your heart, and your salvation. So I said, man, I got to use that as, uh, as one of the, the keys uh, to get you guys to move forward. Because some of you guys have been saved, but you haven't been baptized yet. And if you want to continue to be obedient to the Lord, these are things that you, uh, you need to do. And uh, if you haven't been born again, you're at the right service today. Uh, So let, let, me, uh, let me preach this here just a little bit, and, and we got surprised right after and all kinds of things going on. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys are here and, and just watch what God does here. I, I believe uh, he's in our midst here today. Um, in him also you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, which you were also raised 
with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, New Testament water baptism is significant and the same as uh, circumcision back in the Old Testament. It's a sign of someone who is following Jesus and the water baptism is the is the old person dying to self and then being raised in Jesus Christ, amen? And the circumcision is a cutting back of the flesh so God can work on your heart. Now, some of you guys came here today, you were invited or you, you got here, but it's by no coincidence that we're all here today on this very special day because God's got a special message for each and every one of you. Um, now... So is, is Caitlin in here? Is she in the service? I've seen her in the hallway. She's teaching. Okay. Let me tell you this real quick. So uh, me and my wife, uh, Caitlin and her family and her wonderful husband and, and the whole lick of uh, got saved because uh, John and Lacey Shank led... Uh, lay, uh, Caitlin to the Lord. Uh, and, and just tell your neighbor, make yourself available. And we led John and Lacey, me and my wife led John and Lacey to the Lord. Back when they asked us, to, they asked us one day to come up to Roscoe's house and there was a whole pile of people up there. Um, and I'll tell you, being a Christian is seriously inconvenient. It is, let's just be honest, because your life is not your own anymore. And when he asks you to do something, you've got to do it, not just for you, but because for Lacey and John and then Caitlin and Tony and then the rest of the gang. So you may be at church today, not just for yourself. You may be here because there's a message... There's a message that you're getting that you need to take to somebody who didn't show up and just say, that's me if it is you. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you that uh, we have recognized that without you, there's no way we could make it. And quite frankly, Lord God, we know that we're all going to perish one day and where we end up is going to be on the decision that we make probably today. And if we haven't been saved, I pray that we get saved. I pray that we understand there is only one way. Uh, and it's through the blood and the atoning work at the cross at Calvary. And Lord God, I pray that the, the whole service be blessed and everybody that's in it. And then we give you the glory. And also today for the offering to be blessed as well. In thy name of Jesus, amen. amen. So go ahead and applaud and let the basket come by. Put something in it if God has blessed you. Um, now, before, I, let's just bring uh, Mark Dennis's family and the whole youth group up here. And they can just kind of sit down for just a second. Um, I'm getting ready to teach them a dance. Terry, I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I went out there. Do you ever, is anybody as old as me? You, a couple other people are as old as I am. I'm sitting down at the camp, uh, and they start doing this church clap dance. And, you know, I like to participate in any dang thing I can get my hands on. 
And I'm sitting down there, and I just like, you know what? I'm sitting in the chair, uh, and I go, you know what? I think I could probably do that dang dance right there. And they all look, everyone, they're looking at me like, you can't do it, Pastor. But I, I, did, I, I did some form of it anyways. Uh, and I just had a big time. Um, and there was all kinds of great things that happened out there. Now, I'm going to bring Mark and Felicia Dennis just in, just a little closer into the frame. Come on over here, Felicia, too. Now, there are new administration uh, here at Have Bible Will Travel who run our youth department here. So you can give it up for them. So why is that important? It's important because... Running a youth department is crazy hard. It just, it's crazy hard, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And they'll probably attest that uh, I wasn't reluctant to turn it over to them. I just wanted to make sure they loved Jesus as much as I did. Because there, I, there's a lot of times people bring me a lot of things to me and my wife, and they want us to sign off on them immediately. And I just can't do that. I got to make sure that they're blood-bought, baptized, Bible-toting Christians who love Jesus. And that's them. Uh, And they did a great job. So I'm going to let Mark tell you a little bit about. um, I'm going to let Mark tell you a little bit about what went on. And then Felicia will give you the stats of of what happened out there at the Redemption Ranch. So without further ado, uh, Brother Mark Dennis. Here you go. Let's just speak up. So just real quick, um, uh, we had a great time out there. Um, I want to say just thank you to anybody that supported the youth in any way, shape, or form, whether it be through the food, the donations, uh, the leaders that came out and helped. Uh, we can't do it without all of you. And uh, just, I mean, we had a bunch of kids out there. Jesus was glorified. They learned a lot. We learned a lot. Um, it was our first youth, you know, our first youth camp as uh, directors, and uh, it was uh, it was awesome. So we had a great time, and uh, everything went safely. And, you know, most importantly, Jesus was glorified. All right, so our, our numbers here, we had two people saved. We had seven baptisms. And then out of those seven baptisms, two of those were rededications. Okay. So without further ado, we're going to ask the youth leaders and uh, the youth to get together. And um, is there, I know Caitlin's probably teaching a class. Is there any other youth leaders that are here that needs to participate? Chuck's down there already. So uh, can can Caitlin bring her class in? And I know she... All right, so we're going to go get Caitlin, so bear with us, and uh, we'll have Pastor Aaron and some of the security team bring them in. And uh, so since we're going to be up here, and I'm going to get down here with Chuck, 
and do the church clap dance with you. I want all you guys to rise up. Come on, everybody in the church, rise up. And we're going to do the church clap dance together. And you guys won't butcher it as bad as I do. But let's go ahead and roll the music. Let's get going. Church mother in a church hat clap, man, that sugar gave her color purple, coming back, clap, uh, when that whole week beat you up and stretch you, but you hear that organ playing, it remind you of your blessings, and on another note, she just hit another note, chills down my spine, got me crying, make me overload, you don't know about it, though, old school church hymn, seekers get the humming, not a drummer, finna burst in, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. can you hear me now, church close, sweaty, you don't care, you just get it. Testify how we made martyrs out of these fathers and rose up all of his daughters to glorify him with honor. looks bright 
when you're teaching your kids to love the Lord. And you know the thing about the, the kids uh, that we're raising that have Bible will travel. They're not uh, going to just know Jesus. They're going to know how to act when they get out there. Amen. Uh, and I think that's important. You know, a couple announcements in the bulletin. I don't want to I just, you know, there's a ride for Rocky ladies retreat, men's retreat, and the watchdogs breakfast and the bike rodeo and all that kind of stuff. So I want to go back to the ride for Rocky because it just so happened. Uh, there was a guy that was just in here that's just been through multiple surgeries, back surgeries and these kind of things. And his name's Terry Fredericks. He was on the first ride for Rocky 23 years ago. Um, and, uh, and, uh, hmm. it was, uh, it was right after my, uh, is that you Rita? Um, right after my daughter died, I got uh, Terry and, and Mike Dunnigan together and we took a ride. Uh, up to a little Baptist church uh, named Cross Keys, and uh, and I said, well, while we're here, let's let's take up an offering and and uh, and we'll give some to Cardinal Glennon, and then we'll help people who can't pay their bills. Amen. And I think I think we uh, I don't know what we collected. We uh, we probably collected about thirty dollars, I think, in a coffee can. And, uh, and through the years as it went on, you know, and it grew and grew and grew and it rained and everybody was like, well, it's getting hard, let's stop and this and that. And through the years, so the 23 years, I didn't, we've helped, you know, six or 700 families and we've raised over $600,000. So uh, good things start small uh, and God will bless it if you'll hang with it. So it, it, it may take a minute to see your, your seed grow. But if you'll just show up, God will bless it. Amen. Amen. Uh, and I don't know who need to hear that. I just thought I'd put it out there because it's, it's as real as it gets. Uh, so next week starts our Ride for Rocky all over again. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of a bittersweet time. But go to Second uh, Chronicles 6, uh, verse 12. And uh, we'll talk about returning back to the Lord. And basically, if you was to read anything in the Old Testament, I could have went anywhere, Pastor Jay, in the Old Testament, and, and all these prophets and all these guys and these teachers, uh, Mr. Cobra, just talking about coming back to the Lord, go back to the Lord, go back to the Lord, all over in the Old Testament. You can't get away from it. Because if you was to, Elizabeth, if you was to like do a graph chart on, on the kids getting in and out of the grace with God, you would see, they're in and then they're out, and they're in and they're out. Right, right. Kind of like your kids. You know, sometimes they do really good. Sometimes you're like, man, do you really? <laughs> Shoot. Touch your forehead and you'll understand. I, just, I don't know what this does, but it helps me. You got, did you just really do that? And we're only going to pick on the males because they're the only ones that do it. You're like, are you serious? You're actually on the roof right now. Amen? Watch this. Same. 
Same. That's what's going on here. God's kind of going, oh my gosh, are you go doing it again? So listen to this as, you know, Solomon sets up these scenarios and is crying out to the Lord, just built the Lord a temple and is full of gold and full of silver and full of cedar beams and wonderful rock displays and, and gave his very best. This is a great, this is a great message, a great prayer, and a great sermon. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. And Solomon had made a bronze platform five cubits long, five cubits wide, three cubits high, and set it in the court, and then he stood on it. So he starts out standing on it, and then after this, then he knelt on his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and all them thousands and thousands of people. He's on his knees, and if you've never been on your knees before the Lord, it's a very humbling experience. And if that ain't low enough, you can get your face in the carpet sometimes. Who am I talking to? Sometimes, so, hold on for a second, church. Sometimes when you get before the Lord, knees aren't low enough. Sometimes you, you just want to just spread out and just lay there and just go, God, if you can do, listen, close your eyes, sure. If you can do anything with my life, Mrs. Chittenden, anything at all, I want you to do it, and I want you to do it now. I am on my face before you today, and all I want to do is ask for forgiveness for my wretched self. Now open your eyes. You remember that prayer? Everyone's probably prayed it at one time or another. And I don't want the church to be in desperation before you have to pray that prayer. Just humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. Get used to it. Get in practice, Diane, because you'll have to do it on the other side of eternity. Whether you accept them or not, you're going to get there, Whaley. You're going to be on a bended knee or you may get up there if you're, and he may just say, get flat before me. Hallelujah. Uh, verse 13, Solomon had, uh, oh, I'm sorry, let's go down. So he kneels before the assembly and spread out his hands toward heaven and said, O Lord God of Israel, say this with me, there is, one more time, there is what? Yeah, I got to tell you this. So me and my wife went and we did a homecoming service for some friends of ours, they're, they're members of this church. Uh, and they go to our north campus. And uh, this lady died in the Lord. She's, she's a spirit-filled, born-again believer. Very easy to do a homecoming service for someone who's born again because you know where they're at. And I said, does she have any particular scriptures that she, we might be able to hang on to? I said, absolutely. Born-again believers all have a scripture or, or something in the, in the crawl that they can pull up in the time of need. He said, yeah, John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, I was like, man, I can get down with that. And I'm going to tell you what, that place just fell out. Hallelujah. I mean, they was just going, they was going on. Uh, and basically what Jesus is saying is the road to heaven's very narrow. Even in 2023, there isn't many gods that can get you there. There isn't many uh, 
churches that can get you there. There's only one way to get to heaven, and it's through the blood of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you right now, I'm so happy about it. I'm just going to go ahead and read it, and I didn't do that in any other service, but you, I like you guys more than I like the other people. I didn't. Is this being recorded? I'm just kidding. Sorry. You know, when things are being recorded, you better tell the truth, Dr. Z. But if you just make a pra- if you just make a practice of come on, come on. now you're not getting it. You'd have said something. If you just make a practice at telling the truth all the time, you don't never have to worry about a lie. Hey, it, it ain't no thing. This is the way you live when you're born again. This ain't, this ain't a charade. This isn't something I put on on Sunday morning. This is the way we live. Amen. It's, and, and let me tell you this. If you ain't there, it's time for you too. You need to just make up your mind what you're going to do when you cross the threshold of your house, what you'll allow and what you won't allow. Wag your finger like this so you can get used to it. Do that right there at your threshold. Right? No, 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 not here. What we used to do, now we don't do it anymore. Now tell your neighbor, we don't watch it anymore either. Oh, don't lie to them now. Can I keep going? I'm about to listen to this. So here's what I read to this church, uh, uh, to this homecoming service. In John 14, let not your hearts be troubled. And that's what I told him. I said, this, this guy, his name's Dave. He's, he's the husband of the wife who passed. I said, Dave, don't have to worry. His heart doesn't need to be troubled about where his wife is. And he won't mind me preaching this. I'll guarantee it. When somebody is born again, you don't have to be troubled. You don't, you don't have to worry about them. Even if you could bring them back, they wouldn't want to come back. I say, there ain't no way I'm coming back to that sin-filled, wretched world. I'm in the gates of glory. I ain't coming back. Hey, hey. You can't drag me back. Uh, believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. Oh, many rooms, man. Mansions down Mansion Road. I never thought I'd, I'd, I'd live in Frontenac or Ledoux, but it's better than that. Hey, man, come on. I need somebody who needs a passport. If it were not so, I've not, I would have not told you that I go to prepare a place for you so while, So you need to know while you're here, God's preparing your place for you if you're born again. If you ain't born again, you ain't going to be in a shack. You're going to be in a barbecue. And you're on the menu. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. And where I am, you may be also. And you know the way where we are going. Here goes Thomas. 
Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. See, Thomas has been around, but he wasn't paying attention. Do you ever have a child like that? They're always around, but they ain't never listening. Verse 6 is the one that's going to take your breath away, Cherry. Jesus said to him, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Oh, what, what a statement that is. You got to be one heck of a God to make that kind of statement. Only Jesus can make that claim. Only Jesus can do that thing. Only Jesus can redeem a, a life that has just gone off the rails. Let's be honest. Some of y'all are just have been out there so far you didn't think you could ever be redeemed. But I'm here to tell you today that Jesus can redeem a life from anywhere. It don't matter where you are. It don't matter where your children are. He can still redeem you. And that's good news today. Uh, and if you had known me, you have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is enough for us. He said, just show us. Here's all I need to know. Mark, show us the father and that'll be enough for me. Some of you guys have laid the groundwork down. You say, Jesus, if you just show yourself to me, I will give my life to you. Jesus is showing himself to you right now Amen. through the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm God's spokesperson. I'm God's spokesperson, and I'm speaking on behalf of what God wants you to know today. Amen. You need to be saved. You need to be born again, and you need to repent of all wrongdoing. Let's see what he says. So Philip's one of these guys here. Well, just show me, God. You ever hear somebody like that, some ding-dong sidewalk psychologist? They're always on Facebook, too, i got to tell you that. If you're real, do this with me. Just pray a little stupid prayer and see how stupid it is. If you're really real, fill up my bank account. Can you imagine God filling your bank account before you was born again? You'd have been higher than a Georgia pine. We'd had to get you with a helicopter. Not you guys over here, but this group. It's a Woodstock bunch over here. Are you hearing me, church? Thank God for unanswered prayers. You didn't, you didn't need it. It would have killed you if you got it. I, I just thank God that God's in control and I ain't. Or the English language for that matter. I butcher it every Sunday. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Now, now, Bruce, now he's just going, he's just going rogue. Now 
he's, now he's just said, he said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. And he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father because I and the Father are one. Look at your neighbor and say, he are one. Now, Philip's there. He's a scoffer. You know, I don't, you know. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in, in me or else believe on account of the works themselves. He said, just believe that the stuff that I'm doing, he said, everything I'm doing is a miracle. Let's be honest, the person that you're sitting next to is a dang miracle. Now stand up. Now let's get, get a good look at him. Get a good look. If you're next to a male, get a, get a good look at him. No, I'm just, ladies, just look at the males. It's a miracle. Some Who's playing a, a piano right now? Krista, come on up. I'm a... Ladies, you can, just, you can just look at the males that are in this church. Mo pickup truck driving, motorcycle riding. Stay with me now. Car flipping. You can bring the lights down, Pam. Listen to this. I'm going I'm I'm to mow your lawn for you today. Chuck, I've said this before. Everybody knows why insurance is so high. For the male drivers from the time they're 16 till they're 25. It ought to be till they're 45. Because they're just barely insurable. Do you know why? Because I was that guy. You can raise your hand if you want to just be honest. Look at her, all dudes up in this place. Girls, my wife will still tell me, I'll be doing 30. She'll say, you need to slow this thing down. <laughs> tell the guy that's next to you, two hands on the wheel. Forget about it if you're riding a motorcycle. Two, I said two hands. Here's the miracle. I'm just using the guys as a vigil because there's such low-hanging fruit here. They... You know if a guy can deliver cats like this. Let's just bring the guys down to give you girls a visual of what's going on here. Let's put it in real time. Come on down. Just bring the guys down here. Just bring them down. Let's... Hobble your way down and turn around so the camera can see what we got going on here. Michael, I'm calling you out, and, and McGrody and Tex, you come down too. 
Those two got. No, I got. I, I got. I got to get. Mick, get out of here. You know, Lee. You want. You know how this, some of these got Mr. Coke. Come on down. The biggest war hero we got in the church, right there. You're married to him. You're married to that guy. So here's what I'm going to say. I don't know everybody's story. I just about know every guy's story in here. You know that God spared all these men? They say spared all these men for a reason. Because they're the ones that's going to keep this place free. And they're going to keep their families going and they're going to keep them coming back to church. Now, oh, I got to tell you. And you say, well, where are they at now? Well, first thing you need to know is they're in church. And we won't get into where they was. But I can tell you where some of, who some of them are right now. They're good daddies and they're good grandpas. And it, it didn't start out that way. It took the mighty hand of God to touch each life that's here today. And they may, well, I don't know about that. You don't have to know about that. I know about it. I'm preaching. I can look at some of you guys and know there ain't no reason at all any of you should be alive. I mean, I can look around and go, oh, Lord, he's a miracle. And if you're married to any of these guys up here, point to them so we know who it is. And he was the one, the, the guy with the beards, the one who told you he's never coming to that church. Especially if Rankin's preaching. But what God did is exceedingly, abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. And he brought these guys to this church. And I just, I just brought them up as a, as a representative of what God can do in a life. And ladies, he can do the same thing in your life. And you're, you're looking at some of the sisters across the way, too. Amen. I mean, because some of y'all, too. You wasn't supposed to be around either. Got yourself in some situations along the way. And you can stretch your hand out and just thank God that you're here today. Just you can thank him. All right. So here's where I'm going to leave you today at this church service. I want you to pray with me. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to pray a prayer. And, and Bruce, I don't know if everybody's saved. It'd be foolish to think that everyone's saved. Gary Harden just told me, he said, I, I ran into some people I go to church with I just found out that wasn't saved. I said, Okay. Well, I just had to believe that here in this assembly today, too. Maybe there might be somebody that ain't saved in here. You need to give your life to Jesus Christ. Not for my benefit. I don't get any more money or brownie points or extra ice cream for any of it. I'm already going to glory. I've already given my life to Jesus. I've already gave my life to Jesus 24 years ago.
but what you get out of it is a mansion and a place called heaven through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now I'm just gonna, we're just gonna all close our eyes here and we're gonna put ourselves out there. I'm gonna start with the guys here. I've never done this before. I've never, I don't think I've ever done this in church before. This will be a first time where I've actually called the guys out. Because that's these kind of guys. These are kind of guys that need to be called out, aren't they? Just let's just flat get with it. Let's quit. Let's quit just messing around. How many of you guys today are saved? Just keep your eyes closed. If you're if you're born again, I just want you to slip your hand up and just go back down. Just just right there. And if you ain't been saved, maybe you didn't turn your hand up for one reason or other. I have no idea why you didn't. Maybe, maybe put your hand down and maybe you'd like to be saved today and you ain't been saved. I mean, let's be honest. It's a, it's a miracle that you're here anyways. You might as well get saved. So what you need to do is if you're, if you're a real man and you want to be saved, you push all the chips in the center of the table and say, I'm betting on you, Jesus, that you can redeem a life, that you can make me a born-again believer here and now. That's all this service is about, is about getting honest. So if that's you, young man, old man, middle-aged man, you want to be saved, I just want you Throw your hand up. You can throw it right back down. And I'll pray for you. Just that's me. I want to be saved today. I want to be. I want to be born again. Right there. See you. I see you, young man. I see you too. Right there. Three guys. Three guys want to give their life to Jesus. I said three guys. So now, now we're starting to realize that this ain't a bunch of coincidences. God brought us all here for a reason that we could just kind of, we need to, sometimes we need to break it down. And for, for guys like myself, I can say, you need to break it down in bite-sized pieces where I can understand what it is God's saying to me. What God's saying to these three who raised their hand today, God is saying, I love you men, and I died on the cross for your sin, and I want to save your soul. Oh, what a day this is going to be. This is going to go down in the book, the Lamb's Book of Life. Their name's getting imprinted in the Lamb's Book of Life. Oh, Lord. So I'm going to pray for you guys that had your hand up. And if you just just keep it up there for just a second, throw it up there. I'm going to pray for you right now. So, Lord, I just want to pray for these men who want to give their life to Jesus. Just just stretch him out there. I want to. I want. I want to be saved. Ask him right where he's at. I, I want to be, uh, Lord. I want you to save my soul. And then, and then after you save my soul, Lord God, I, I want you to know that I confess that I know I'm a wretched man. I, I'm. A, I'm a wretched man, and I need. I need your love to fill my heart. I need you to make me born again, Lord God. I want you to, I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. I want you to save my soul. I 
want you to save my soul. And then, dear God, the last thing I want to ask you today is help me live for you. Just help me to live for you. And I call this work done here today. In the mighty name of Jesus and these men being blessed. And the church said hallelujah. And ladies, the same for you. We're going to pray for you guys. Bow your head. I'm going to pray for these ladies. You've seen the guys do it. That's me. Sister, he's looking at you. Just raise your hand. It's time to raise your hand. It's time for everybody in the sanctuary to drink the true serum. Lord, I know I'm a wretched person. I need to be born again. I need to be saved myself. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. Just like my husband or my boyfriend that's up there. I want you to save my soul. I see you back there, sister. I see you, sister. You don't know what's going on here right now. I see you, sister. People are getting born again every time you turn around. Oh, Lord Jesus. Just keep praying. Pour it on. God's working in this place. It's, a, it's the Holy Spirit. And then just ask God, young lady, with your hand raised, say, I want you to work in my life, and I want you to help me live for you. And I accept you and the atoning work that you did at the cross at Calvary. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And all God's people said amen. amen. Hallelujah. One more thing before we go. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Mike Berger to come up here. And I'm going to ask BC to come over here and Janet. Ladies and I want you to come up here, please. For those ladies that asked Jesus into their life, I want you to come up here and speak to Janet Lejeune. And for all them men that gave their life to Jesus Christ, I want you to talk to BC, or I want you to talk to Mike Berger, and we'll let Krista continue to play a little bit uh, on the piano there. But let's give it up for all those people who made the decision here today.